This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one-size-fits-all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, welcome to Breaking Beauty, the podcast all about the best-selling beauty products and the damn good stories behind them. We're your hosts, Carlene Higgins and Jill Dunn. Hey guys, welcome back to Breaking Beauty Podcast. Hello, pod fam. Hey, Carlene. Hi, Jill. How are you? I'm great. Did you miss me this weekend? I did. I did. We spent every single day together last week, basically. No, yeah. not basically. We did. We were glued at the hip like <laughs> twins. We certainly spent every waking moment in Los Angeles doing the most for our podcast. And if people are tuning into our show for the very first time, what should they know about us? Well, I'm Carlene Higgins. I'm a former beauty editor turned beauty podcaster. Still consider myself to be a beauty editor mm-hmm. because I'm still doing all of the things, just not for a magazine, for our podcast. I'm also a skincare enthusiast and I'm a mom. Yeah. So I'm Jill Dunn and uh, we've been working on the podcast for three years now. And Basically, what we do is we talk about breakthrough people, breakthrough products, and breakthrough moments in beauty. And we've really swatched it all in our like 15 plus year career. Both of us have worked in magazines forever. Mm -hmm. And so I think we've really seen it all, done it all. We separate the greats from the gimmicks. So you guys know what you really should be buying out there. And um, what I think is you know, really refreshing is that when we started the podcast three years ago, was Mm -hmm. it? In 2016, when we had the idea, I think there was maybe five podcasts for beauty in Apple Podcasts. Mm -hmm. And there was Emma Guns. She was an OG. There was Fat Mascara. And what I love now in 2019, where we're sitting, is that there's a lot more representation in the beauty podcast space. So Mm -hmm. there's Women of Color. Foxy Browns is a great example. Two Queens in a Pod. They're uh, British. They have a really amazing, funny show. And when we were in Los Angeles, we were able to like meet even more beauty podcasters. That's right. We expanded our pod fam, which yes. is awesome. And I know now there are beauty podcasts in like France. Remember when you totally. were there and beauty you met toaster. with Beauty Toaster? Yes. There's like Spain and there's all different areas. Mexico so. has one. Yeah. yeah. So we sat down with Gloss Angeles. Yes. They are two West Coast beauty editors who definitely have that LA perspective. So yeah. it's all things Hollywood. We talked to the hosts, Kirby Johnson and Sarah Tan. We also need to shout out another beauty show. And we 
our guests on their show. And that is the Beauty Biz BFFs podcast hosted by Casey and Lorena. Shout out ladies. Thank you so much. It was an honor to sit down with them on their show. We were in our hotel room, Real Talk. Sipping rosé. Sipping rosé. It was like 6 p.m. We had been talking all day long. So our episode on Beauty Biz BFFs dropped in their feed yesterday. We will link to it in our show notes. They kind of kicked it off by asking us what it meant to be a beauty editor. They genuinely did not know. And I was like, oh, I haven't gone back and answered this question since I was like at a family dinner. But <laughs> I think it just goes to show how you can kind of start to get tunnel vision. Mm-hmm. And that's why these Living pod swaps... Yeah, that's why these pod swaps are so great because you really do get somebody else's perspective. So we kind of went in depth about what that means and how, you know, our expertise differs from their expertise. So check it out. Yes. But really, I love chatting with Casey and Lorena because they just have such wonderful insights as estheticians themselves. And they're bringing a totally different perspective to the beauty podcast space. That's right. You know, because they're owners of small businesses, Mm -hmm. a lot of their podcasts are very practical how-tos for people who are also, they own a salon or, you know, their own esthetician practice. And so, for example, like I listened to the one about e-com. I was like, how hard is that anyway? So tuned into that one. Um, So really practical topics. And I also need to shout out their merch, which is on point. Yes. So they gave us, they were very generous. And Lorena is a lash artist and Casey, she owns Glow Skincare LA. Casey gave us one of those stainless steel giant facial rollers, which is in my fridge right now. Thank you, Casey. And Lorena gifted us these really cozy sweatshirts with a happy face on them. And they say lashes make me happy, like so cute. But on top of all of that, it was the actual paper bag that they put their merch in that we were losing our minds over. Yeah. So they had these stickers that were like selfie stickers or just pictures of them that were in the form of stickers that kind of look like memes. I was obsessed. I was like, we need these. They look like (laughs) stickers that you would have on Instagram stories, but they were in real life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On their merch. So we need to swap that contact and figure out how they did that. They're really winning. And that's what's so great about Casey and Lorena is that they're brand builders as Mm -hmm. well as estheticians. And they're doing this whole blazer movement, like businesswoman special, trying to like really support other female entrepreneurs in the salon and spa world. Mm-hmm. And I think they have a great show and they have so much fun together. They were awesome to talk to. So we will link to that when the show comes out. We will share it on our Instagram stories as well as on our blog, which is breakingbeautypodcast.com. And speaking of stickers, you had fun with some (laughs) stickers with our new suitcase that we toted to LA courtesy of Away. Yes. Big thanks to Away because that was a game changer. Honestly, you and I have been doing the podcast, like I said, for three years. And for the last three years, anytime we take our show on the road, we use this backpack like we're in high school. It was backbreaking for real. (laughs) Yeah. The equipment is heavy. There's a lot of gear involved in taking our show on the road. There's microphones, there's cores, there's the Zoom recorder, there's mic stands, like the whole thing, a Polaroid camera. And so Away was kind enough to gift us one of their bigger carry-on aluminum edition suitcases. So it's a hard case. And I love that it has those spinny wheels so you don't get it like all caught up. The stickers part, 
I was obsessed because it is aluminum. And I have like all these stickers that I'm saving, frankly, hoarding. I don't know why, (laughs) but it's like from Isle of Paradise and Glossier and like Charlotte Tilbury for a while there, like every brand was giving you stickers and I couldn't part with them. And so I decided to like stick them all over our away suitcases so I could like easily identify them in the airport. And um, so that was really fun. But I also love that this away suitcase, and this is really important and I... It's new to me, but I want to shout it out. Those suitcases that sort of expand, I actually don't think they're great when you have gear like this. Okay. Because they get squished. They give when they are like in the airplane and people are throwing them around. So the one that we have, the aluminum case, it gives a full seal. It doesn't expand. Yeah. And so I actually think that keeps your stuff more protected. So huge shout out to Away. We will link to the one that we used. It was also very light, which is important because Mm -hmm. like we said, our gear is heavy and we were like everywhere. (laughs) Yeah. When we were in Los Angeles, it was a lot of work, not a lot of play. I kept cracking the whip on Carlene and we were like in Oxnard, California. We were in Newport Beach. We were in Culver City. We were literally every part of the John greater, and greater Los <laughs> Angeles area. So now that you know how we got everywhere, yes. let's get to today's guests. We have Kirby Johnson and Sarah Tan, the hosts of Los Angeles. And we sat in Sarah's cute house. Her dog was there Oliver. So if you hear any lapping up of water in the background, that's (laughs) Oliver, also a lawnmower. (laughs) But real talk, that's exactly how we started. It was just like very, you know... Humble beginnings, right? And they've been around for about six months now. So we were were right there with them with all those growing pains when we first started. And, uh, you know... I interviewed Bobby Brown in a closet. No joke. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Sarah was so gracious to host us at her house. She had the whole setup there. And we just had a really fun chat. They're on the front lines of all of these crazy treatments of any new facial treatment or body treatment. It's happening in Los Angeles first, for sure. And um, they're like one degree of separation from a lot of celebrities. And so we had to get all of the scoop on that. And we wanted to also find out from them, like what's really hot right now and what's going to continue to be hot into 2020, right? Yeah. So we got the celebrity trends. We got the hot skin yeah. treatment. We also got the the inside story on maybe a treatment or Couple two gone fails, wrong. for sure in the mix. So yeah, it was a good real talk, kind of juicy beauty gab totally. session. We actually did a full pod swap with the ladies from Los Angeles. And that dropped yesterday on their feed. So please go check it out on their podcast. Carlene, we had a lot of fun and we talked mostly about drugstore beauty buys, some old favorites and some new finds, including the faux lashes that I am obsessed with. And Carlene found a dupe, forget this, the It Cosmetics CC Cream. So you'll have to tune in over at Gloss Angeles to find out what that is. So here we go. This is your Breaking Beauty by Gloss Angeles crossover. Here we are. We are in LA. I don't know what neighborhood we're in, but we're here. Mid-city. We're in Mid-City and we're having a podcast pajama party with with two (laughs) very special guests. Of course, Carlene is here. Hi. And uh, we have the two co-hosts, lovely co-hosts of Gloss Angeles with us as well. And we're going to do a whole podcast pajama party. We're peeling back the curtain on the beauty biz as beauty editors. So welcome, you guys. Thanks for having us. Thank you guys so So, much for coming. Of course. I was telling them earlier, 
Kirby that I couldn't believe that they reached out to us. I know. I was like, uh, what? Well, Sarah was like, did you see that email? I'm like, yeah. oh my God. We exist. Little old us, little <laughs> new us babies. Yay! So uh, this is like really, truly an honor to have, be on your podcast and to have yeah. you guys here. Oh, so. yeah. That's great. Thank well, you so much. thank you for hosting us in your lovely home. Let's <laughs> tell everybody who you guys are. Yeah. You're the co-host of Los Angeles, but there's two people here. Yeah. So we have Sarah and we have Kirby. Who yeah. wants to tell us who's who first? Okay. Sarah, you can go first. Yeah, sure. Um, I am Sarah Tan. Mm-hmm. I am the senior fashion and beauty editor at Bustle. Okay. And I am, yes, the co-host of Los Angeles. Um, she's a Capricorn, as am I. <laughs> We're very big into being Capricorns. Yep. I'm Kirby Johnson. Um, I was at Pop Sugar for eight years as their on-camera senior beauty reporter and producer. I produced over a thousand digital beauty segments there which is like kind of nuts to think about. But um, I left in July to be free, Yay. spread my little wings. And Sarah and I had been talking about, you know, like I'm sure it was because I was listening to how you guys created the yeah. pod. And Sarah and I had been talking about it for a while. We'd been sending text messages. We'd been DMing each other, constantly talking about like, oh, people don't realize that this happens or this is all wrong. They're talking, they're using this product the wrong way. Yeah. Like, why don't we take all of that and then put it out into the world? Just kind of like as a, you know, a resource for people. And we felt so inspired by the fact that, you know, all of the editors in New York and, you know, you guys in Toronto, like have their beauty podcast, but there did not exist one in LA. Yeah. And so we were like, you know, it's a little different out here. That's why we wanted to talk to you. It's like LA is really the hub of so like the cosmetic treatments and all the celebrity trends that are coming down the pike. And you guys are in the scene. Like you were just hanging out with Jennifer Aniston the other day, right? No big deal. (laughs) Our queen. I mean, that was like not an everyday occurrence by any means. Oh no. (laughs) For sure. Also like on just Jared, when they had that she was at the Savino event, obviously Mm -hmm. she's the spokes, but they were like rare public appearance. I'm like, yeah, she agreed to her one press day and we just happened to be there. Totally. So we got yeah. Totally lucky. Yeah. What did she look like in person? Oh my God. Okay. Number one like, question. Yeah, Number one like question. It, Cause yeah. she's, she's some um, almost, she's well into her forties now, right? She's, she's 50. She yeah. is 50. Okay. She's yeah. 50. Yeah. She looks amazing. Yeah. I mean, um, her body is like, like she was telling me that she still wears stuff from like the closeted friends, which stop. means that she still fits all that stuff. That was she, like so long ago. Tiny, like tiny, yeah. but but built, but yeah. fit, yeah, yeah. Very like fit. strong. And her face, I had so many people asking me if she had filler and everything done, and I was like, to my knowledge, she did not look overfilled. Mm-hmm. If you're getting filler, good filler is undetectable. Right, so right. I don't know it's if she actually know. has it, but she had you know, wrinkles. She had lines on her forehead. Yeah. As an actress, you have to be expressive. Totally. It would be weird if she wasn't moving her face. So um, she looked amazing. She was I, very tan. She was very tan and glowy. Glowy, yeah. Yeah. And she looked, I mean, she. I was like, oh, it's Rachel from Friends. Like <laughs> 100%. Wow. My queen. Yeah. Here we go. Good for yeah. her. Cool. She was so awesome. she's not like hanging out in the sun a lot, I don't think. Not anymore. Right? Not she anymore. said that that was like her one like beauty skin regret was just like the fact that she used to think that you know, being yeah. beautiful California yeah. girl was being really tan, but she learned that that is not true anymore. Did she tell you what she uses now to get that tan look? It's smart water. <laughs> I wasn't even there and I know. No, I'm just <laughs> no she wasn't. She, she takes 
um, James Reed tanning drops and she mixes it in her smart water and yes. she bathes in it. That's her new, that's her new. Uh, Absolutely. Regimen. No, she didn't really get into too many details. I, it was, you know, an Envino right. interview. Right. So she can't really name drop brands. Yeah. Tanner. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. She did say that she has her own infrared sauna. So I'm assuming she probably has her own like self tanning. Of, of, of course. Like, I mean, whatever. Yeah. Someone machine. comes and rubs her. Somebody assistant, assistant that just lives in her. Yeah. She's like tan. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's like the big trend is these, these infrared lights. Yeah. Well, Bobby Brown has one. Yeah. We learned. Yes. When we interviewed her. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. You know, you're rich when you can build an infrared <laughs> sauna into your home. Yeah. That's the level I'm trying to be. Oh, totally. Shawnee Darden, before she opened her clinic, she would, you know, do her facials mm-hmm. out of that house. Yeah. And yeah. she has like all of them. She has like the panels. She has the masks and everything. And some, she said sometimes she just like sits in front of it, which is, it looks like a mirror right. where you just like sit in front of it. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it uh, works on her. I, she looks you, great. My next big beauty <laughs> investment is going to be like an LED light panel that I, I can just lay underneath for yeah. 30 minutes and like fall asleep. I got yeah. one. <gasps> yeah. But it's small. It's just one that you like lay under. Not Why? the one. Not who, the, who makes it? I can't remember. I'll have to, I'll look it up. Nikki it DeRose, the makeup artist. She works a lot with like Hailey Bieber and stuff mm-hmm. like that. She has an amazing YouTube video about how she completely transformed her skin with this LED light panel, but it was like $2,000 and it was at the recommendation of her esthetician, but she invested in it and she travels with it. Wow. (laughs) She's like, I have a separate suitcase for my (laughs) LED panel. I'm like, that's dedication. Wow. That's amazing. I'm like so curious. You guys have been here for a week now. Yeah. What have you noticed is like different in terms of like maybe treatments or like I was who just going to gonna say that because we actually interviewed Shawnee just Ooh, the other day yay! and she is so hooked up with all the tools and the gizmos to use at home and like she recommends them to her clients for in between sessions yeah. I feel like in our world it's less about that more and more about just like come back in come back in and just what you guys are talking about right now, I think it's just at a different level in terms of like those Commitment. lasers and gadgets and all of that really high tech stuff. That's yeah. one thing I'm noticing for sure. And people are willing to invest and actually commit to their health and like carve out the time to do it. It's like an essential part of health and well being. Whereas people like still view treatments, I think, a lot on the East Coast as like relaxation or yeah, like going um, into a, like a, a hotel treat. Spot. Yes. yes. It's yeah. Not, it's like it's you're not- going in there to get these results. I just couldn't believe how Shani, like, like we walked in, it was all on her top shelf and she's like, oh no, you need to do this one at home. Like this laser thing where, yeah, a lot of, I mean, I think, I feel like there's a little bit more skepticism as well. Maybe, you know, in New York and in Toronto about like how much those things actually work. Totally. Mm-hmm. But whereas here it feels like, you know, what's the thing? No, and we Shani- like want to be first and we believe everything. We're <laughs> yeah. like, oh, crystals on my face? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, don't give me crystals. I've been with a cynic over here. I'm like, listen, I'm Every- like- Jade roll, whatever, like <laughs> but crystal, then you're like, do it, charging like your crystals. Yeah. I guess I've been around too many like Beverly Hills uh, babies though, because when there was like some super moon recently, somebody sent me like 8,000 rose quartz and I was like, what do I even do with these? Did you rinse them and put them under the sun? Okay. I mean, under the full moon? Well, I tried, but then where I live, there was no direct full moon light. <laughs> so I was telling my boyfriend we had to move so we could get direct full moon. He's like, we're, we're, you're Maybe insane. you can just buy a full moon light yeah, and exactly. like make it happen when it's convenient for you. It's a new diva light. Because let's yeah. go all in and creating that product. Yes. Precisely. This is a collab. You heard it here first. <laughs> but like the other thing interesting you say that is the ass length hair. 
That's oh. legit here. Yeah. Like oh, people yeah. are taking that really all, seriously. All, all fake, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yes, of course. Mm-hmm. It's just the but Kardashian influence is Kim. so strong. Yes. Yeah. Do you feel yes. like when you're Did walking you down, extensions yeah, are not extensions are not a, as big of a thing. People get them, but it's more like to fill out like that that ass length hair that sort of started on the runway like last spring uh-huh. really trickled down here, but more from Kardashian, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. even know how they function wearing that hair because it's always <laughs> like this This thing is like, a, a, like I, y'all obviously can't see what I'm doing, but I'm sitting up really yeah. straight with good posture and I'm taking my hand and like brushing it underneath <laughs> my hair to get it out of my face. Like that's all they can do to get it out of right. their face. They can't tuck it behind their ears because it's right. so much yeah. hair. It's funny right. you say that because I went to see Casey Musgraves two different times who I love. Oh my God. Golden so Hour. Sorry. Yeah, I love her. And she, on stage, I couldn't believe that's all she did all night. Oh. And my friend, was, <laughs> my friend was like, holy shit, she needs to like cut her meme. hair or get yeah. another wig or something. Like yeah. she needs another move because she's like wearing these like great <laughs> jumpsuits like amazing makeup and just every time it's like this you know Cher's influence yeah. is never not yeah right yeah. influential totally right yeah. but how about just practical when, things like going to the bathroom cooking like obviously you know, yeah like, they don't do, you do those they things. don't do it you're just like <laughs> hold my hair can you hold my hair I would love to ask Casey Musgraves yeah. how do you sit on the pot yeah. with your hair that long <laughs> do you have like a special thing that you put your hair up yeah. in how yeah. do you do it or maybe it's she just takes it off the hair the hair Holder. Guys, yeah. we have another no, invention coming in hot, well, the you know, hair holder. Well, like Dolly Parton has that great line and they're like, when people ask her how long it takes to do her hair, she's just like, I don't know. I'm never there. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. That's, That's goals right there. <laughs> Dolly Parton is a saint. Yeah. She would be, I would love to get her on Gloss Angeles. Yes. I think oh, like yeah. that's probably like my number one guest. Yeah. Iconic. she's so funny. I and know. I love, one of my favorite quotes from her was she's like, you can call me a dumb blonde, but I know I'm not dumb and I know I'm not blonde. And I'm like, A, F, and N. Thank <laughs> you. You need that on a shirt. <laughs> I truly need it on a shirt. Yeah. So good. Okay. So what's our next question? Well, we both have like similar backgrounds. We were more in magazines and you guys were more in digital. So, um, but I think like you guys would go on press trips all the time in that, right? So what's the craziest thing that's ever happened or on a shoot? Oh, wow. Oh, like, let's start spelling. We yeah. need some tea. I feel like yeah. the biggest difference between press trips for print and like press trips for digital, especially now. And the fact that we live in LA is that it's all like influencer trips. And then Kirby and I will like get invited to. We love a launch trip because it's like, there's such a big spectacle to it and it's so much fun. Yeah. However, I remember when Benefit launched, not Brow Styler. Brow um, Contour Pro. Yeah. Brow Contour Pro. It was like their pen with the four different. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they had a big launch trip in Paris that they invited us to. But like six months before that, they took a bunch of long lead editors to Morocco to learn about it. And it was like they were getting the education about why they created it. Mm -hmm. Like all these things that we probably would have preferred to be on because it's like this is going to help us write our story once the time comes. As opposed to the party. Yeah, exactly. It's party and then like all just Instagrammable moments. So, which is is fun and great. But yeah, to Kirby's point, like we want to know like, what you want access in. to the experts and mm-hmm. want the rundown on yeah, yeah. yeah how there it's was made a, and what it does. Yeah. Exactly. There was a trip that Kirby and I went on and the, the influencers thought that we worked for the brand. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and Kirby was like, her, I just saw her face. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> not like that. And I don't, I want to make it clear. Not that I'm like 
you know, right? No, it, it's not a bad thing that you work for the brand. But I was just it was, like, it, and it, it was felt like, like we were the help, like yes, the help, right? Right? They <laughs> like were like, the "Can you hold my you. bags? Yeah, yeah. can or you like, just take like, my bags?" They're like, "What time's lunch?" Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. Did you read the itinerary we all received? Thank you. I want to write a story like this is what really happens on these huge influencer totally. rush trips because yeah. it's bonkers. Some yeah. of the stuff that I've witnessed, I think all of us when we go on trips are like, okay, there's an itinerary. We have to be at this thing at this time. And like a clearly, level of professionalism. Yes, totally. They're bringing us. So clearly we have to fulfill our obligations while being here. I have seen plenty, many an influencer being like, I'm just straight up not going to the seminar. I'm yeah. not going to the dinner. And I'm like, what? This yeah. is crazy. I have to say I've heard of editors doing that too, though. Oh, in terms I know of a bad few. behavior. I know a few. It's happened. Yep. Oh my gosh. Kirby and I heard the wildest story <laughs> about an editor who went on a press trip and brought her curtains um, to have washed at the hotel. So that oh the brand could pay for it. She she full on took her drapes off of the. Oh, her, I know who this is. Yes. And I, I totally packed it in her suitcase. I think oh this is a legend epic. because I'm going to talk about this later, but I think I know who this is. Okay. Okay. Maybe, okay. This must be an infamous story. <laughs> we'll this leave it like off the mic. I like feel bad when I order room service. <laughs> there was an influencer, major influencer, that when we went to Paris brought not just, you know, their photographer but their makeup artist and one other person. Hair person. Yeah, so a total of three plus ones. And then wow. they're like videographer, which the same influencer was on the Tokyo trip that I was just on and the same crew was there. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. But Th- this, that person must make them so much money. I'm, yeah, and, the, yeah. The, and they're pretty big, so. Okay. That's okay. right, yeah. that's right. Wow, wow. wow. Okay, that's well, I think we, ju- I think we I covered that topic. <laughs> Let's pause for a moment to hear from one of our show sponsors. Introducing Sparked at Ulta Beauty, the brightest up-and-comers ignite your curiosity. Carlene, I am so pumped that Ulta Beauty is sponsoring Breaking Beauty, especially when we get to talk about this really powerful initiative. So Sparked is the new destination for curated need-to-know brands. Many of them are exclusive to Ulta Beauty, and I love this inaugural lineup. It's all women-owned brands. Totally. And Sparked will feature an ever-evolving assortment of brands that we need to know about now. So there will be makeup brands and skincare brands and hair brands. We'll constantly be discovering something new. And they always have an amazing backstory to tell. And that's what we do here at Breaking Beauty. So that's why we're so pumped about it. Mm -hmm. It's such a great fit. What's the one that you've been trying? So I've been loving Oma Beauty. It's getting quite a bit of buzz, but I just really loved these highly pigmented shades that are great for all skin tones. Yeah. You were so inspired that you actually made an IGTV video. Yeah. Like a like a tutorial, basically. Absolutely. Well, that's one of the things about audio. I was like, people need to see this. So the packaging's gorgeous. The colors really popped. It was really unique. Another brand in the inaugural class is Zoeva, and that's founded by Zoe Boyku. What's really powerful about her story is that she had a past family experience with domestic abuse. And so she has really channeled that and turned her brand's mission into helping other women in crisis. So she does that through the sale of her makeup brushes and palettes and tools and they're all like amazing quality. 
Yeah. We believe that these stories matter and that you care about who makes your products and why as well. So ignite your curiosity and discover Sparked. You can go into select Ulta Beauty stores to see these products, or you can explore the virtual world of Sparked and you go to ulta.com slash Sparked. We will link to that in our show notes. Now back to today's episode. So obviously you guys get a lot of treatments with the latest and greatest. Um, Have you ever had a facial or body treatment or hair removal moment or hair styling moment that's gone wrong? And what did you do in the moment? Um, Tell us everything. I've had, I mean, I get injectables. So I like Botox and filler. I don't get them frequently, Mm -hmm. but I like them. And I, I have gotten a Botox gone wrong where I- Was it a freebie? It was a freebie. Okay. It was through my, uh, I, I'm not going to, I don't want to drag her because I think yeah. she's actually yeah. an Fair. amazingly talented mm-hmm. injector. But I did tell her that I have ptosis and I had ptosis remedy surgery. Ptosis, if you guys aren't familiar, is where um, when you're born, your eyelids are heavier. It's because your eyelid muscle has a muscular dystrophy. Okay. So I was not able to, you know, I was partially impaired with, with my sight. And so I had eyelid surgery to lift my eyelid. I just will naturally always have like a heavier lid. And so I told her, listen, if you put the Botox in my forehead, I'm going to have a Spock brow and I don't need a heavier brow. Like I'm, I'm good in that department. And she said, no, I'm going to do it in a way that's actually going to lift your brow. But I knew that you need to do it like on the corner mm-hmm. of your brow for the lift. Mm-hmm. Well, she put it in my forehead and of course it, it fell. And then she also did it in my masseter, but she didn't go deep enough. So it superficially froze my smile muscles. So I was talking out of one side of my mouth. (gasps) I was working on camera, obviously. Um, So like all the footage from like about three weeks of videos had to be completely scrapped because my producer's like, you definitely look like, like you have got something like wrong. Gerald truly. Butler mouth yes. going on. Yes. Truly. And did it, what did you do? Did you go back to that person and I fix, let her, I or? let her know. I took it. I actually have a hilarious photo that I sent my best friends. Like guys, I look like Courtney Kardashian when she gets the light oh, yeah. or whatever yeah. at the dentist office. And they were like, yeah, right. And I sent her the, sent them the pic and they died laughing. But I, I texted her that photo and I just said, Hey, listen, this happened. We need to get it fixed ASAP. Mm-hmm. What can you do? And she mm-hmm. actually came and she she had to like essentially freeze the other side of my mouth the same way um, so that it was even. That was so nice of you to let her try to correct it. Yeah. And then she fixed, I still had the heavier brow, but she ended up like slightly lifting my brow on the outside. But I had to wait for that to wear off because with Oof. Botox, it just, yeah. you have to wait for so it So like to wear six off. months to a year and yeah. everything was eventually back to normal? Yeah. Mine actually, um, I hate, it's not metabolized, but it, it processed a lot right. more quickly. So like five months, but okay. still a long time. Especially when you're working on camera. Uh, like, yes. Yeah. That is so, so long. And and that's why we always, I'm, I'm a proponent of injectables. I think they're great, but you really need to talk like I, I was vocal with her and I yeah. still had this problem. So mm-hmm. I think that's why it's even more of a, a tip to be vocal with your yes. injector and also like ask them, how many patients have you seen totally. in the past five years? Like mm-hmm. how long have you been how doing this? How experienced are you? How experienced are you? Yeah. Like, because so many people don't. They just go in and say, this is like, I, yeah, I get nervous. Tale I honestly people. get nervous when I'm working with people who are like in their early 20s and I'm not trying to be ageist, but I just like, we go to a doctor in Toronto, Dr. Solish, and he's like 50 yeah. or and 60. He's, he's and he's trained like, everybody. He's done it for so many years. Like if you have the choice. Yes. See somebody that You know what I mean? Totally. Years under their belt at the very yeah. Yeah. And their face doesn't look up. Exactly. 
Exactly. That's the other thing. Exactly. Right? Yeah. I haven't had any bad treatments like that. I've just tried a lot of weird treatments in LA. Like I tried that big body loofah. Did you you ever see that? No. It went like viral. It was like this giant loofah and it was a body facial. What? It's like a car wash for your body? Exactly. Like I I think Beauty Insider did a video on it and then it went viral (laughs) and I was like, well, I have to try this. And so it was at the Burke Williams in Santa Monica and it's just literally a giant loofah like just (laughs) like seaweed and it's like a car wash um and then they hose you down I didn't see like any huge difference from it it was not relaxing and I was just like do you reuse this like how does this work yeah yeah and I was like can you take a picture actually no this is it's fine I'll have to I did they did take some picture and I'll show you the idea is that it's like a fast body treatment like were you in and out no it's not that it's just that it can like scrub your whole body, but I 100% would prefer to just go to, to a Korean uh, bathhouse and get a, yeah. a scrub because yeah, totally. that's way more efficient. But yeah, there are some really weird treatments <laughs> that I feel like just people in LA invent and then we obviously try because it's our job. A lot of like CBD treatments, right? Um, yeah. which I don't know if that's gotten to Toronto or not, yeah, but yeah. like everything is has CBD in it pedicures, facials. Actually, um, that's interesting because I haven't seen any treatments yet. Tons of products, yeah, but not actually being not incorporated used in spas. Yet. So that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Whether or not it's actually working, maybe it's just gimmicky. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you'll see a lot of that in any LA. Any other cosmetic treatment or like trends that you th- you're seeing here in LA that are new that you think have legs and like we'll see a lot of in 2020? So I think threads are going to be really big, especially in 2020. We're seeing them now, but um, threads are basically sugar sutures. Mm-hmm. Um, they have little cone-like barbs on them and they they use a needle basically just to put them deep into your, you know, cheek, like jaw, not jawline, yeah. but like cheek area. It's not like on your cheekbone, but it creates this lifted effect. So it's kind of like a non-invasive facelift. Have you guys seen any of these photos before of um, the treatment? I get scared to watch the video. Okay. I, I recently interviewed somebody from Dr. Mulholland's office in Toronto, and he's obviously a, a big plastic surgeon in New York as well. Yes. And so they're talking about how they're kind of perfecting this treatment because apparently the thread lifts of the past had some issues yeah. with how effective they were and how long it lasted. Yep. So now they're, Oliver is licking my okay. leg. This is adorable. <laughs> yes, I am salty. I have not moisturized today. Um, but yeah, how they're kind of incorporating like radio frequency with it so that the when it sort of like gels, uh-huh. if you will, that it it actually stays. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, sugar, the, these threads of the past, like, I mean, some people you could see like the cones and the barbs like through wow. the skin. So you definitely needed to go see somebody that knew what they were doing. But Dr. Julius Few, he is the one that got threads FDA approved here in the United States. And so he's really the one that's like kind of put it on the map, mm-hmm. especially with Gwyneth Paltrow. Like he went to a goop summit which I'm not sure is like a glowing recommendation mm-hmm. in terms of like respectable beauty, but like he is a plastic surgeon and, right. and, and has studied this for years, but he did a live administration. Oh my God. Okay. Of and? The threads and like, it's wild. My, I, I've had two people in the past week text me and said, I got threads and they've sent me their before and after photo. And I'm truly blown away. Yeah. I mean, it looks just it, like you said, lifted. Snatched. 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 Your face is snatched. And honestly, like the one thing I'm noticing as I'm I'm getting older is like this area right here. And it's like it just 
Mm-hmm. Pulls it ever so slightly. And so it pulls up like the corners of your mouth and it's the like. Marionette. Oh, sorry, the marionette. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm like, oh. it's a podcast. So they can't see what I, I'm like right here. And they're like, but where? Um, yeah. The corners of your mouth. I have a resting bitch face. Hello. Hello. Um, I'm sure a lot of you do too. Wow, but see. it just pushes, you know, your face upward in a way that gives it that really nice lifted youthful look. Mm-hmm. And a lot of like registered nurses, cosmetic dermatologists, and plastic surgeons I've talked to, they love using them because instead of using filler mm-hmm. to create that volume to create a lift, it doesn't make your face wider or heavier. Like sometimes I see people, I'm like, that person is lifted, but they have like five syringes of filler in their yeah, face and they look so huge. Like their face looks yeah. really, really fake. And so I think that we're going to see a lot of that. We're also going to see it used in different ways. So like they're doing it now under the eyes, um, which sounds painful as hell. Yeah. Um, they're doing it for like a lip flip almost mm-hmm. just to pronounce the top lip a little bit more and make it look fuller. One of the best tips I ever received about filler was from Nurse Jamie. And um, because I grind my jaw at night and I have TMJ, I'm wearing away like the muscle down here um, on my jawline. And so she will put filler like right underneath my smile in my, not in my chin, but like right underneath which subtly lifts my, the corners of my mouth um, and makes my lips look more pronounced. Like she's always said, don't ever get your lips done because you don't need to just, you know, treat the area that's starting to diminish over Mm -hmm. time Mm -hmm. um, and supplement it instead of having to, you know, completely change the whole look of your face. And I I thought that was a really useful tip. So cosmetically, I think Threads 2020 is going to be huge. Carlene, let's let our listeners know about a smart way to save money. Well, you know, I'm hashtag lazy slash busy, so I definitely don't have time to scour flyers or their interwebs for deals, but I do love to save money. Could not agree more. And that's where Honey comes in. Honey finds coupon codes and other discounts across the web and applies them automatically. That's major key. Not only do they find you the best discount codes online, but Honey has them automatically apply at checkout. The average user saves $126 a year. Like just last week, I went to order a pizza online because who wants to talk to anybody? So I ordered it (laughs) online and then Honey automatically saved me 15% off because I have it installed on my computer. Win-win. Pizza. I'm actually surfing Alta.com at the moment and Honey has done all the work for me. Looks like today I can save 20% off any one item. So might be a good day to nab that new Anastasia Norvina palette. Couldn't agree more. Listen, there's really no reason to not use Honey. It's free to use and it installs on your computer in just two clicks. Get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash beauty. That's joinhoney.com slash beauty. We will link to it in our show notes so you can start saving today. Now back to today's episode. Don't you think everyone's offering cool sculpting now too? Oh, cool sculpting is just And then what yeah. was the other Even one we bigger. were talking about cool yesterday? Cool Tone. Cool Tone. They're yeah. launching, Allergan's launching Cool Tone, which I guess is like also FDA approved to actually sculpt your ab muscles. Uh, we're going to learn about that in a couple of weeks. Is actually. this where they put the paddles on your stomach and it basically vibrates? Yeah. And, yeah. Okay. I've ha- so actually it's had like, that done. Really? How do you yeah, like I it? I think it goes by a different name. Like yeah. there's different brand yeah. names. Right, right, right. Um, I only had it done once. So I saw zero results. Yep. Yeah. It's that same kind of thing. Like a lot of cosmetic treatments, you need to get it done like six times, eight times to totally. see anything. Totally. I had read, I think in Allure, a review of a writer who had had it done. And when I read it, it scared 
the pants off of me. I was like, oh my gosh. Like it just sounded so gross. She was Ew. like, I looked down and it Ooh. like it looked bizarre and it felt she found it really painful Ooh. and like kept having to turn down the dial. Mm. I just had a different experience. I did not think it was a big deal. Yeah. I didn't find it gross. I didn't find it weird. I was able to, we just like incrementally turned up the dial. So in terms of an experience, like if you're if you're a wimp like I am, I think it's nothing to worry about. Awesome. That's what I would say. But I can't vouch for the results. I just did not do it enough times. Right. But you certainly yeah. can't go in one time and expect anything. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. And I think another treatment we'll see is um, lip blushing. So Ooh, just like also. microblading was such a huge deal and like lip injections in LA are like, you know, dime a dozen. Yep. People are starting to utilize pigment in their lips to like, we naturally lose pigment in our lips as we age, Mm -hmm. as we all know. And so, um, these artists are now able to contour your lips and fill them in so that they're even toned, um, and they look fuller as a Mm -hmm. byproduct. So, you know, you don't have to get lip injections and it's semi-permanent. So, Mm -hmm. and it looks natural. Like it's not like the blue or gray based tattoos that we used to see. Um, they are like these beautiful shades of pink. And initially when you get it done, it looks like I'm wearing like a very bold kind of pinky, you know, taupe lipstick. That's kind of what it looks like when you get it done. Like you're wearing a matte lipstick, then it naturally fades over time. And it just gives your lips this really beautiful flush. That just scares me a little bit. They use a actual like tattoo pen, um, similar to, you know, permanent makeup of the past. Yeah. For microblading for me, they had to like actually like make incisions and then fill with the ink and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But this actually utilizes a pen, um, which I, I, Sounds extremely painful. Yeah. Um, would you try it? I would try it, but I am also like yeah. through my lips. I don't know. I guess I just had more balls a couple of years ago when I got microbladed. I was like, what? I feel like yeah. brows are a little different than your lips. And also yeah. for me personally, like I love wearing lipstick. Mm-hmm. And so just having like a base color at all times, it feel like it would just mess with the other shades that I want to be wearing. Or what yeah. if I don't want to have like a lip color at all on my totally. lips? Totally. Well, right. I the only reason why I'm considering it at all is I am losing pigment on the right side of my lip. Mm, And I'm like, when I look in the mirror, I'm like, my lips are lopsided. And I know somebody that actually doesn't. She's like, your lips aren't lopsided. You're just losing pigment right here. If we Mm, feel right there, you will, you will think that you have a more symmetrical face. That's interesting to me. Cause then it's, it is more like the microblading where it's like literally transforming people's faces. I mean, if you've lost your brows completely, we all know when it gets filled in, like you can look 10 years younger Yeah, and some women it like they're really gone. Um, And so if they can like fix up an asymmetry, then that's, you know, more of like a need as opposed to just, I want to, I want to feel like I'm wearing lipstick all the time, which, you know, I think most people aren't really into, Mm -hmm. but Jill was telling me there's, it's all about who you go to, right. And who you trust. And there's someone in Vancouver, Shaughnessy, right. Who's doing amazing work. She's yeah. She's just like, I am, I'm obsessed with her. She is a tattoo artist, but like Caitlin Bristow goes to her, like so many celebrities go to her. It's really hard to get a, an appointment with her, but what I think she's doing to transform people's lives, not only the brows, but she does reconstruction tattoos on women's nipples oh, when wow. they, um, and when they get like mastectomies done and it's truly life-changing yeah, and like they look so real. realistic. It's, it's like the depth and they're like 3d tattoos and That's it's so like cool. so incredible. And she's a fine artist. Like yeah. she'll even, if you go to her Instagram, she has drawings like mm-hmm. with pencil sketches yeah. of nipples and That's the, so cool. and the texture. It's, so realistic. Yeah. And then she applies that. It's unbelievable. Yeah. 
so we're kind of winding down, <laughs> um, <laughs> unfortunately, because we clearly yeah. we can go we on can forever. Talk. This could be a three-hour pod, um, totally. But we'll we'll have to do a part two. Yes, you, you yeah. ladies. We'll come you guys. Yeah, I was going to say we'll take a trip um, to Toronto. So let's talk about pop culture. What is popping off in celeb beauty right now mm. in terms of trends? Like, what are you loving? Any recent transformations or something that feels really new? Well, celebrity beauty lines are back. I think that Sarah, you can probably speak to this more since you're still at Bustle. But at Pop Sugar, when I first got started in 2012. All we talked about was celebrity beauty. It was like Blake Lively's hair color, Jennifer Aniston's skin regimen, all this other stuff. And and then at some point, probably 2013 or 2014, it turned into real girl beauty. So people only were caring about like street style photos and like influencers and stuff like that. I think there was a burnout from it. And then towards the end of my tenure there, we were constantly reporting more and more about celebrity beauty again, because that's what people were clicking on and reading, um, celebrity transformations and stuff like that. So people still care about that now, I would say, but it's definitely a smaller pool of celebrities. And Meghan Markle. Yes. (sighs) Meghan Markle could literally- Pays the bills. Take a, is that your like most clicked on story? Thousand percent. Yeah. When Always. we and for us personally, when we had Daniel Martin on our podcast, mm-hmm. like that put us on the map. I mean, that's the, the first one that I listened to. That yeah. was our, Daniel was our Martin. first guest. I mean, and he be, literally be, said two things about Megan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it just went viral. Like, yeah, it was yeah. nuts. Like literally he said like Megan uses Pinterest or she, she yeah. sent me Pinterest photos and said one other thing. And then it got picked up. Daily Mail headline, Megan Markle, just like us, she uses Pinterest. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, the Kardashians, Jen, the Jenners, um, yeah. the Hadids still do really well for us. Um, they felt like there was a moment where we were covering a lot of influencers, you know, yeah. YouTubers, mm-hmm. um, but that definitely has died down. And yeah. I think if people are just like, it's just oversaturated. Fatigued. Totally fatigued. So yeah. yeah Is it's there really a specific like look that you've seen lately that's like really trending that maybe we haven't heard of yet? Like something you're like a haircut or something you're really Kim loving? Kim Kardashian's cold brew. Brunette hair color. Hair color. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like, oh. I'm like, wow, highlights are back because yeah. Kim decided to put brown on her I know, hair. Yeah. I know. I mean, honestly, anything Kim does, there's a reason why they call her the number one OG influencer. Yeah. She just yeah. knows what people like. She is truly a stunning human being. If you ever, have you guys seen her? Yes, before I've met her a couple life? times. Yeah. yeah she's yeah. like, truly a beautiful person. Yeah. I think that there's also less of a stigma uh, around hair extensions and wigs. Mm -hmm. And so people are really just fully embracing that, especially in LA. Like everyone talks about it. My hair is all fake. (laughs) Yeah. Like I can't, which I love. I I love getting my hair extensions or tape ends. I get them done every eight weeks. Yeah. And then you're able to switch up your look really quickly and easily and play with the different hair colors without damaging your real hair. Yeah. Yeah. So I have blonde hair. I bleach it. So like we color the top actual real hair and then everything else that we bleach is not my hair. This is what I'm thinking for you, Carlene. Okay. Because we were just talking about her. I need a hair transformation. Yeah. I was like, this is what, this is actually perfect. Potential, potential. Yeah. Like, I don't know what I'm doing Please with my hair. It's a disaster. Does. I would absolutely love that. So looking at the beauty industry this year, there's been like so much news, so much hype, influencers, magazines, brands, products, trends. What's been like a high for you and a low in terms of beauty? this year moment that's such a hard question high and a low high and a low high and a low um wait in terms of it could be like 
like a moment in okay. media, in products, in influencers, in, in beauty. Like, what was one thing that you think was positive and really good, and what was one thing that you're like that was a low moment? Um, okay, hi for me. I love that Mac Implant or Mac and Benefit Cosmetics partnered together um, to joint announce that they were going to be contributing to Plant Parenthood. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, I thought that was such an, a monumental thing that two competing brands came together to make that announcement. Um, mm-hmm. They could have easily, you know, been like, well, Mac is donating at minimum $500,000 and Benefit's donating at least, like, XYZ percentage of their profits from May or whatever. Like, they came together to be like, listen, this is actually something that's important. We need to be supporting Planned Parenthood. We're working together to do this, and here's how, kind of leading by example. I thought that was a super high moment, Mm -hmm. and I would love to see more brands doing this. Mm -hmm. Low moment, James Charles, uh, Jeffree Star, Tati Westbrook drama. Oh, yeah. I hope— they all learned their lesson and know that you can't just be throwing around sexual predator comments and not expect to get served with uh, a lawsuit. So yeah. I-, I can't speak on whether or not a lawsuit actually happened. Jeffrey Star, love him or hate him. I do think that he gives great beauty reviews. Mm-hmm. I like the, his, the way he structures his videos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's there's a reason why those videos aren't on the internet anymore. I just think it, that made national news mm-hmm. um, here in the United States. and and It was like in the Washington Post. Yes. When the Atlantic is covering yeah. it, we have a problem. Yeah. Um, it, and it wasn't like, oh, the beauty industry is booming and like the YouTuber community, like look at all of this ama- these amazing things that are um, going on. It was like, look at the shit show that has transpired, this gossip, this, you know, conniving, terrible crap that's on the internet right now. And it, it I think it gave, I mean, I know a lot of influencers and YouTubers were just horrified by that entire experience. And yeah. mm-hmm. um, they're like, are you kidding me? Like mm-hmm. this is, and honestly, I would love to write a story about who scandal actually hurts because that whole drama between the three of them didn't hurt any of them. Yeah. They didn't lose any brand partnerships. They didn't, I mean, some of them, James Charles lost followers, gained them all back. You know, to be honest, I think that Tati and Jeffrey were in the wrong and James Charles did a really great job of coming out and defending himself. Mm-hmm. He is a, is he 21 now? 20? I think he's maybe 20. He's, mm-hmm. a child. he's so much younger than them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like yeah. truly crazy that they even yeah. decided to do that. But yeah. I think that was actually like just a really low, low point. That for sure. Also just because like, I was like, is this where we are as as like a beauty industry is that this is like what we're caring about Mm -hmm. these, these influencers and this stupid drama. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I will say another low was the whole Jaclyn Hill launch debacle. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I felt like that. Cautionary tale for any influencers who want to like jump in and create product. It's not that easy. Thank you so much for being on our show today. Thank you for having Thank us. Um, we said in our intro, I think, that we were going to get to some product recommendations and we didn't because we had so much to chat about totally. and pulling hey, back the curtain on everything. We'll get to product recs in our episode. Yes. yes. So come listen to Gloss Angeles. Yeah. Have a little binge, guys. Yeah. Back to back. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, guys. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks for tuning in. Visit BreakingBeautyPodcast.com for details on all the damn good products we talked about in today's episode. And be sure to sign up for our newsletter. That way you'll get every episode delivered right to your inbox. You won't miss a single thing. Or subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, wherever you get your podcast fix. And please show us some love by rating us or reviewing us in iTunes. See you next time. Like a cherry bomb, like a cherry bomb.